My name is Alan Carter. We've got a big debate going on in North Bay coming up this afternoon. Doug Ford v. Andrea Horvath v. Stephen Del Duca v. Mike Schreiner as the leaders' debate gets underway. And even though it is in northern Ontario and many of the questions will be focused on northern issues like health care in the north, the pandemic response in the north was different than it was here in the southern, uh, the southern portion of the province. But there will also be an opportunity to see you know, what attack lines each leader will go with, what, uh, you know, what will their demeanor be, how will they perform. For Stephen Del Duca, it would be his uh, first opportunity to really introduce himself to the province in this kind of a format. And the polls have been suggesting, the polls have been suggesting that the liberals have been tightening. Uh, they've been tightening a little bit, but at the at this point, as we break it down, it still looks like the Ford government, or pardon me, the Ford-led PC party, not the government anymore under dissolution, of course, the Ford-led PC party is looking like it is in majority territory again, although a reduced t- uh, majority from 2018 when they really ran away with the thing, when when the liberal vote collapsed and the NDP moved up back into, into second place. All right, so what should we expect from today's debate and what kind of impact might it have? Tamara Small is a political science professor from the University of Guelph. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. All right, what are you looking for in the debate today? I think the thing I'm... I think the thing I'm most looking for... I mean, it's an interesting debate because it is a northern debate, and so for... For Northerners, they're going to be looking for content. But as a political scientist, I think the thing that I'm most looking forward to seeing is how the liberal leader and the green leader perform. This is the first time we're going to see these two in the debates. Uh, the stakes are very different for both of them. And so I'm really curious how both how this sort of experience plays out for the two of them. Right. For Stephen Del Duca, uh, the big thing for him in the polling is is that nobody knows who he is. And we sent a reporter out from Global News last week with the pictures of the four party leaders and just asked people randomly randomly on the street, like, who can you identify? Most people could identify Doug Ford. Then a pretty decent percentage could identify Andrea Horvath. But Stephen Del Duca and Mike Schreiner, but Stephen Del Duca, the leader of the Liberal Party, nobody could pick him out. So this is really an opportunity for him here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, like, becoming a third place leader in a pandemic is probably one of the most difficult things that you could possibly have happen. The House is not sitting regularly. The media is not that focused on you. And so even though he's been liberal leader for quite some time, people have no idea. And even if they've heard of the name, they can't put a face to that name. And so this is a really good opportunity for him. Also, he needs to sort of establish himself as the liberal leader, sort of to move away from maybe some of the baggage of the previous liberal regime. And so, and debates are hard. It's a long period of time to be uh, speaking. Nerves can come into this. There's a lot of things that uh, leaders are trying to accomplish. And so this is his chance to sort of establish himself uh, in the eyes of many Ontarians. Let's move to uh, Andrea Horvath. Obviously, she is well known to the province. This is her fourth time around running. Um, I'm just wondering, does she need to, you know, present herself in a different way? Does she just need to be you know, the same Andrea that we've seen in the last three electoral cycles? What are you looking for there? Well, I think what I'm, I'm, what I'm I guess not what I'm looking for, but what I will be interested to see is how she balances that role of being of demonstrating that she is the true opposition leader 
right? That she is the party that is in second place, that she is the leader of the opposition and that she, she and her party are the party in waiting, right? That she is supposed to be the person who um, is, if, if Ontarians are gonna make a different decision, that she would be the place that they would go. But at the same time, she has to also sort of keep her eye on the liberals who, as you were talking about earlier, you know, their polling numbers are quite similar. And so therefore she's got to play this sort of back and forth between sort of focusing in on the government, but also focusing in on the liberals. And so this will be a fine balance because you don't want to focus too much on the liberals because you don't want to concede that, you know, you're playing for second or third place. So it'll be an interesting balance for uh, the NDP and Andrew Horvath. Um, but she has been, I mean, one of the things that she brings to the table is that this is going to be her, as you say, fourth debate. So she will have a level of comfort that the other leaders will not have. Uh, Doug Ford in 2018 was able to withstand the criticism and, uh, you know, the other leaders going after him. I, I think the play for him has got to be just to, to play it cool, be calm, do not get rattled, because that's kind of the front runner uh, strategy when you go into something like this. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be difficult because when you're the incumbent, you have a record to defend. And so everyone's going to be coming towards you with very, very specific and tangible items of sort of that they're talking about, as opposed to the other leaders in which everything is a bit sort of perspective. And so he's going to be on the hot seat regardless. And so as you rightly point out, you know, he wants to go in there and come off as prime ministerial as possible in that sort of folksy Doug Ford way that he does without getting flustered, without being knocked off of his game. You know, we often talk about, you know, he doesn't want to be, you know, on the ropes to use a boxing analogy during the debate. He wants to be in control of what's happening. And so if he manages to, you know, maintain, keep the debate, you know, in his, getting out the things that they want to talk about, then he will be a success. If he gets on the ropes, if he gets really defensive, then things might shift for uh, for him. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Doug Ford, you know, he's got a, he has a temper. We've seen it, we saw it at city council once when he, you know, lost his uh, temper uh, at the crowd. Yeah, we, we've seen it in the, in the legislature where, you know, needling from the opposition to get under his skin. So he does have that. I think that would be the most disastrous thing that could happen to him if, if he gets mad because then he, he tends to start shooting from the lip a little bit. And that can be, that can be a real problem. But he has shown to be himself to be a disciplined campaigner and communicator in election cycles before. Absolutely. I think you've both of the points that you raised are, are exactly the way that they want to play this. I mean, they, the goal, if I'm a, if I'm a strategist for this party, it's to, they decided, you know, six, you know, 12, you know, three months ago, how they wanted the next four weeks to unfold. And the goal is, is to stick to that plan as closely as possible. And that means being really, really disciplined. And that means not uh, letting those little things become big things. Because if you get knocked off your strategy, then you're going to spend tomorrow and the next day and the next day explaining those things away, or uh, stories will be written about these types of things. And so, you know, his goal is to be as disciplined as possible. And at the same time, making sure that the types of, uh, you know, the messages that they want to get out to Ontarians are getting out in the debate. Tamara, great talking with you. Appreciate your time today. No problem. Have a great day. That's Dr. Tamara Small, who's a political science professor at the University of Guelph, talking about the upcoming 
leaders debate in northern Ontario. Uh, the north, by by and large, most of the ridings are NDP. And as I said at the outset, the polling suggests that the NDP continue to lead in the north. But there are pockets of uh, Tories uh, and liberals as well. And a number of those don't have incumbents. Uh, Michael Govell's riding. He's no longer ri- uh, running because uh, he's dealing with a cancer diagnosis, and we wish him the best. Uh, there are other ridings, like, for example, in North Bay itself, that is held by the former North Bay mayor, uh, Vic Fideli, and has been a stronghold for the conservatives, kind of a one of the blue dots on the map in the north, and can he continue to hold on to that there? That's going to be interesting.